When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What's up, brides? Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today we have on master wedding planner Mindy Weiss. With almost 30 years in the industry, Mindy has created countless celebrity weddings and events. Along with her masterclass coming out, Mindy is here to tell us how to throw a wedding on a budget. Welcome, Mindy. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited you're here. I told you I love your glasses. Thank you. They're amazing. Um, So what I did is I asked our followers on Betcha's Brides, you know, most of them are planning weddings. Their number one question, if they could ask an expert wedding planner, like what would they ask? Right. So I kind of compiled a list of things that they asked and I can't wait to get into it with you. A lot of them were basically just like where to even begin. Um, So I'd love to hear your kind of guide maybe for the clueless bride, like someone who just got engaged and they're like, now what do I do? Well, this is exactly why I did my session on masterclass Mm -hmm. because most people do not know where to begin. I mean, when I get being interviewed to be an event planner for their weddings, the biggest panic is, you know, I don't know how to start. So. The best advice I give is to take a deep breath and not plan your wedding the week you get engaged. You know, it's not so much the bride and groom, but it's the people around them that are pushing. You have to have your venue. You have to have this photographer. You, you're not going to get them. You're going to lose them. And, and I really believe whoever's available and whatever venue comes and is available, it's meant to be. So you end up spending less money if you take your time than to go out and get a venue and book it and realize you've spent your entire budget on the venue and not research. So my best advice is to do your homework before you start booking and planning. So take a deep breath, enjoy the engagement. That alone is an amazing experience. It's so exciting. Yeah. And then from there, I would first tackle the budget. How much money do you actually have for this wedding? And Mm -hmm. then planning. Yeah. So just take your time, enjoy it, and then budget. And then people were asking, a lot of brides were wondering, in what order should vendors be booked? Like, what is the first vendor that you should really be like, okay, this is Mm -hmm. after the budget, like what? What vendor is first? Well, the first thing is the venue because the venue sort of dictates everything else, how much money you have left to spend on the following vendors. But I think not in any specific order, but the first thing I probably would do is a photographer and then music and then videographer. And then because... At the beginning, you may not know the look you want yet, the design. So I think you need a little more time to research your designer, your florist, and anything that goes with decor, but get your key, you know, as I call wedding family together. Mm -hmm. And once you have all that committed, then you can really start with your decor. Yeah. So 
That's interesting that you say photographer is one of the first things because I've just been noticing and I think probably obviously you have too is like Mm – Photography has taken on a life of its own when it comes to weddings due to social media. Absolutely. And it's like that is the second most important thing I feel like for the couple. Well, also, it's the only thing you have left besides your marriage license. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Really, truly. I mean, all your work and all the time spent in everything is in those pictures. So unless you have a photographer that you love and you love the personality, because you definitely look better in pictures if you actually like the person taking Mm -hmm. pictures, you have nothing left. So I really feel people don't spend enough time choosing their photographer and they're just trying to check off that list. Have you noticed, like, have you obviously seen such a change from when you started wedding planning 30 years ago? The aesthetic and the trends, how they change and truly unbelievable because it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. But with all these different generations that I've been able to help plan, it changes, you know, personality, expectations, yeah. priorities. You know, right now a big priority is alcohol. You know, that was yeah. never like something I had to spend too much time on. Mm-hmm. God forbid there's a line at a bar and, you know, they're definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. no that's so funny. What mm-hmm. is a trend that you are seeing right now that you think is going to be very short-lived when it comes to weddings? Hmm. That's a good question. That- like any – because there's a lot of like pearl embellishments that are coming out. Yeah. Which- trying to think what I'm seeing that – everybody's asking for. Oh, I know something that happened a lot this year is people were doing away with the wedding cake, which I am not a fan of. I feel that that tradition is a tradition for a reason that it's symbolic of, you know, taking a bite of sweetness for the rest of your life. It's, Mm -hmm. but a lot of my brides have decided to save the the money towards that to kind of cut that corner and not do it. So I think that oh, they're that's coming back. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that will be long lived at all. Um, otherwise I haven't seen anything that is, is so unreasonable trend that will come. I, I love, um, you know, big trend this year was, you know, because of Bridgerton is music has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I love the symphony music. Me That's too. I love that. The current music to strings and stuff. I love it too. Very Yeah, nice. it's it's so beautiful and it's it's always interesting to hear it and trying to figure out you're like, wait, is this, you know, Taylor Swift or something? Exactly. Like I know that song. What is that? But I've never heard it to strings, you know. So Right. Do you think music plays a big role in the wedding? Absolutely, because music creates memories. You know, like mm-hmm. you'll always go back to, oh, I walked down to the the aisle to that, or that was our first dance, or I danced with my dad at my wedding to that. So they're core memories, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I feel music's extremely important because it also creates the energy. Yeah. What's going to happen during the evening? If, if that I know. falls flat, if that falls flat, the wedding kind of. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if the music at the reception isn't very good, like, yes, it kind of mm-hmm. people start leaving <laughs> and then it's not as fun. Or they start talking about it and that's what you don't want to have. Yeah. You don't want people talking about it at your wedding. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. 
No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. In the masterclass, you focused a lot on guest experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what does that mean to you? And like, what does that really look like? It's kind of a very current conversation in wedding planning now. You know, it used to be only about the bride and groom, the bride and groom, you know. Now, because there's so many destination weddings and they're asking their guests to spend a lot of money for travel, for hotel rooms, for, you know, clothes that they're, you're telling mm-hmm. them to wear and everything that they really want to give back. So guest experience as far as really taking care of them and not just assuming that they're going to come and they're going to spend that money, but almost giving them something back for, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe experiencing something, you know, I try to explain to my bride and grooms that on these destination weddings, that can be their vacation for the whole year. That can be what they're saving up to do. And it just so happens to be your wedding too. So it's such a wonderful gesture when they say they're coming to your wedding and they're willing to invest in your wedding, in your happiness for themselves. So what are you going to get back? And in this case, you know, you may have a lovely welcome gift. You, If it's a local wedding, you may, you know, offer them an experience with tasting wine or there has been some entertainment. You know, in, in some of our weddings, we have name entertainment. So it, that's another experience or unique photo booths. You know, all this yeah. stuff becomes an experience where people go, oh, how is that wedding? And they'll say, oh, it was really great. I've never done this before. Or, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's really not just putting yourselves first, but really thinking about what your guests will enjoy. Yeah, and weddings that I've been to recently or even brides that I've talked to who have had destination weddings, like it's a whole like four or five day long process now, like where you're not just flying in for the wedding, you're probably flying in and there's a welcome party and there's, you know, the brunches and they really are trying to make it an experience. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's such a nice gesture because like you really are spending the time and money to come. Right. And it's nice to offer them a meal, you know, some people say, well, I don't want to have a a rehearsal dinner, or welcome party, and they've traveled. I and I say, well, obviously it's your day, but I suggest to you that it's nice to offer them a meal, you know, besides mm-hmm. the wedding meal, because they're paying for that day in the hotel to be here for your wedding. So yeah, and the outfits, like oh. you're, yeah, like there's a whole lot of stuff yeah. that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. my middle son, the thirty-two-year-old was on the wedding circuit this year and was in six weddings, you know, and oh my he, gosh, his mom, just the bachelor parties, which are in Aspen or, or Ibiza or, you know, all he goes, I mean, yeah. I have to get tickets. I have to get, you know, no one's offering, you know, none of his grooms are offering to pay for that, you know? And I said, I know, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. all the time and a gift and the clothes and for- mm-hmm. and then there's the showers yes it's a lot and I think you know if someone agrees to do all those things like they are yeah. a good friend or a good cousin or aunt or something like Agreed. it's really become such a 
a big ordeal. Yes. And um, I'm curious, like, how you feel about that because you've probably seen it change. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there used to just be like a night out, right? You know, to a bar and you'd celebrate, you'd be crazy. But oh. now it's like a whole weekend. So I'm just kind of right. curious what your thoughts are on that. Well, I think it had to do also with budgets. And, you know, if, if you have a large budget, you can truly do a great destination. But mm-hmm. it used to be I do two destinations a year, big deal, and everything else was local. You know, mm-hmm. for me, it was anywhere from like San Diego to Santa Barbara, San Francisco. It was very local, Palm Springs. And now, 80% of my weddings are destination, which I think makes it very difficult on wedding planners as well because I was gonna say. the travel is quite difficult. You know, I find I'm next year I, I've turned down a lot of destination because this year I totally overdid it, you know, because no yeah. one considers you need to do a scouting trip, which people don't consider that on their budget, mm-hmm. you know. That is a big expense. You are paying for your wedding planner. You're paying for any vendors that any sort of unique vendors you might want to fly in to do a walkthrough and plan your wedding. And then you're paying for the hotel and the flights, everything. So that's part of your budget, which can be very chunky, you know? Yeah. Is there something when it comes to creating an august experience that you would recommend brides not wasting their money on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like something that's just kind of not worth it. Um, I, I think a lot of couples make the mistake of wanting to plan everything for the people coming. Whereas the people coming, they want to relax too and do their own thing. So when you're planning a pool lunch, a water skiing uh, experience, <laughs> uh, you know, touring and stuff. You almost overplan everything and not give them a moment to enjoy the beauty of why you chose the place. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big mistake to overplan for your guests or overcompensate. Believe me, I think they'd be grateful for a few dinner. You know, the dinners and night. And let them be during the day. Let them do their thing. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's so – I think it's natural to, like, want to be like, okay, if they're flying and then we want to have this and this and this for them and this. Right. But really, like, if you put yourself in their shoes, like, they're tired. Yeah. They want to go explore. They want to do maybe a wine tasting on their own with their partner. Like, you just never know. Or they just want to sleep in. <laughs> yeah. Or that. Or they just want to sleep. Yeah. Right. Another question a lot of our brides were having is about vendors. So what is something that a bride and groom or the couple can negotiate with their vendors on? Um, Well. Like when it comes to their contracts. Right. I mean, this year people have been so busy. It was hard to negotiate because they could get another job easily. So it was a little more difficult. But there are ways, so say you have multiple events, right? Sometimes if the photographer is doing three events, you can go back and say, look, can I have an extra hour here? Or most of the photographers I use, you know, they charge for a certain amount of hours, but often they'll hang out, you know? Yeah. Depends how nice you are. Always. Yeah. Because if you're a nice couple, we all want to do extra, you know, it's, if you're mean, we can't wait to get out of there. Yeah. So I would say photography, maybe they'll throw an extra time in there. Uh, videography, if they're not offering your Instagram um, short, you may want to say, hey, I'd love to use you. Can you please just do uh, a short Instagram reel? Mm-hmm. Financially, it's a little tough right now. Like I said, people are so busy and they're not as desperate for the work. Mm-hmm. Um, music, you know, it's hard to say. The vendors that I use very rarely negotiate anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it depends how busy they are. 
Mm-hmm. If it's during the week, I always try to negotiate like, hey, this is just gravy on top of your weekend. Could I please have a discount? You know, yeah. I have a lot of weddings that happen during the week, which was very new for me. This year? Yeah. What was the most popular during the week? Like a Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday? Yeah. That's really interesting. Agree. It was very unusual. But it really opened up a lot of venues, you know, which were- That's true. So they couldn't find a place to get married, especially if it was within the six-month part. So they yeah. they opted for a weekend. Yeah. What are your thoughts on a band versus a DJ? This is like one of our most popular questions. I know. People are always trying to figure out like what they should do. It's interesting. I love live music for the ceremony. I just mm-hmm. there's something that adds to the romance and all that goodness. It's so romantic. It is so romantic. Um, cocktail music, I typically lately been just saying, just do a playlist because there's nothing more uncomfortable for the first few who get to cocktails and there's nothing going on, no music mm-hmm. thing. And so a playlist is very acceptable because once everyone gets in there, you can't tell where the music's coming from anyways. It's so nice. Right. And I'm a live music gal. I love a band. And then I love a DJ to come for the after party. But again, it depends on your budget. Mm -hmm. Now, I will tell you, I just did a wedding this last weekend in Princeton, New Jersey, and they had a DJ. And I mean, I love this bride. I love the couple so much. I can't even tell you. But I was surprised, you know, when she says, oh, I've hired a DJ. And I said, oh, for the after party? She goes, no, we're going to have a DJ for the whole wedding. And I went, oh, okay. So I was, I was dreading it a bit. Yeah. But you know what? It was fine. Everybody yeah. danced. We still did the father. It was fine. But if I had a choice of someone said, mm-hmm. I love live music. It's part of the guest experience too. It's entertaining and it's. It is. And like if you, ha- if they have a really good band, that is something that you end up talking about way after the wedding. I agree. Like I've been to weddings before where the band was so incredible. And like I still think about it. It happened eight years ago. Yes. I know. Cause mm-hmm. people expect a wedding band. Like, oh God, here comes celebration. But yeah, then that- they start playing some really current cool music or they're playing old school and it sounds like that person of Mm -hmm. you know you're like wow and then it becomes entertainment and then I said it's a guest experience it's it's such a guest experience and when it comes to vendors what are top like the top three things that brides should discuss with them well there's many questions different questions per vendors Mm mm-hmm Timing is very important, you know, and if you don't have an event planner, you need to know when they're showing up and when they're leaving. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have someone managing them at the end of the night, they're gone. They're probably not going to say goodnight to you. You know what I mean? Because for the fear, you're going to say, oh, don't go. We have donuts coming, you know, or something. Yeah. So hours are very important. important and with photographer and video when will you be getting your products when will you be getting your pictures because of social media can you have 25 pictures right away can you Mm -hmm. have the video a little clip right away Um, see what you're getting from them so you know there will be no surprises and and again I always say Match your personality with theirs because that can change everything. If you chemistry is everything. Oh my god! If you don't like your mm-hmm. photographer, I can tell you right now, you're not you're not going to look as good in your pictures as if mm-hmm. you like your photographer. Also, if you can take engagement photos with that photographer, that's always a nice introduction and comfort level. Yeah, we had someone write in um, for the brides help desk a few right. weeks ago, and they're. Their th- their question was like, me and the photographer are not vibing. We tried doing the engagement shoot and it just – I felt so uncomfortable. And she's like, I don't know what to do because I guess her fiancé 
was fine. Like thought this person was great. And she's just like, oh. I hated it. <laughs> and oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, that's a dilemma. That's a crisis. That, and I mean, you could use honesty and just mm-hmm. say, I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Could, we, could we get our deposit back? We'll pay for the engagement photos. Yeah. Or maybe they could talk it out to see what, yeah. what, but I feel really strong about that. It's funny. Um, one of the companies we get our uh, bands from, mm-hmm. I've known him for 30 something years, but when someone meets him, sometimes they're a little put off. Mm-hmm. In that case, I just say, live with it. Cause his bands are incredible and you don't have yeah. to. <laughs> he is not performing. But when you are up close and personal with a photographer and a videographer and it's like so intimate. It's very intimate and in some cases they'll see your you naked. <laughs> and yeah, like, you never know. You never know. You have to like feel comfortable and you know. But if you do have a wedding planner, you know, that person can really help you through any sort of uncomfortableness. And if you don't, you you just have to remember you're doing this one time, hopefully, and you need you get you want what you want. Mm-hmm. It's only one day of your life, but it's the big it's a big day. Yes, and there's no reason to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and think, oh, I have to see my photographer today. I'm like, what? yeah. Yeah, it should be, you should be so excited and happy. And a lot of brides were asking, is it a red flag for like the venue to force certain vendors on you? You know, I never really understood. I, well, let me take that back. I understand why they may recommend people that they have worked with because I've had, I have seen some very, disastrous vendors who come into a location and doesn't know what they're doing yeah represents the location poorly you know so Mm -hmm. I do understand that but if you're spending all that money in the venue and you can show them the vendors you want to use and their quality of work and maybe any recommendations from other places they Mm -hmm. should accept your yeah I mean, there's a lot of times where my clients want to get married someplace and I'm looking at the vendor list and sometimes they'll say, well, I'm not on here. You know, like, does that mean that I'm not good enough to be here or can I bring in, you know, some people who I think you'll truly enjoy and you haven't had Mm -hmm. the chance to meet yet? You know, that's right. But yes, it makes me uncomfortable to tell you the truth. Yeah, when they're like forcing you to pick a certain person. They've explained to me like with floral designers and stuff, they've left a mess, you know, they've damaged the walls, they weren't careful and respectful. So I understand that. I really do. And, um, you know, they have to have people who, you know, like I said, represent them well. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is probably the number one question other than just like, where do I begin? Right. Is the timeline. The day of timeline. Right. People are like, how does this work? What do I do? Like, this is so stressful. Yes. Well, in the session that I did, you actually get this package that has a timeline in there. So it's kind of cool. Now, for me to talk about the timeline, you know, they'll all change. Right. It's very, it's very like, yeah, of whatever is going on that day. And I always say in my office always says the timeline is just so we know what comes next. You're never on time. You know, but it's nice for the kitchen to know, are there speeches? You know, we're not going to serve on the speeches. And I'm just giving you examples and what for the ceremony. But your vendors can help you with that. Your photographer will help to do a timeline. Your videographer, experienced people, not Uncle Joe or, or a girl who just had a wedding and took some pictures and thinks she's a photographer now. Yeah. Be able to help you with the timeline or for photography. What, what pictures are important? They're going to help you do this photo list. So Mm -hmm. don't think you just hire vendors and that's it. You'll see them on the day out. They can really help. And so the venue can help with a timeline as well, because they know how their kitchen is running, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Oh, like they would say, okay, we need 30 minutes for the first course, you know, so that goes in the timeline. But for dinner, they're going to need at least a half an hour, you know, so yeah. I mean, they're going to need a little more time than 30 minutes mm-hmm. to serve it and pick it up. So right. these things. So use the people you've hired. You're paying good money and it's okay if they work a little harder for you. I love that because a lot of people are telling me my vendors are really bad at responding. Yeah. And I am someone who like I love communication so much that it yeah. would drive me crazy. If right. I was if I hired someone for my wedding yes. and I wasn't getting a response, I would freak out. And I'm just like, why are they not responding to these people? Yes. I will tell you that this past year for everybody. Mm-hmm. This year has been unlike any other year. And I'm getting calls where people are saying, look, I'm going to fire my wedding planner. I'd like to know if you're available. And I would sit there and talk them through it. Well, why are you going to fire them? Because I get no response. And I said, well, how long have yeah. you heard? And they said, well, it takes like four days to get back to me, which is very long. But sometimes they don't even deal with saying, hey, I really need to hear from you, whether it's a text or they don't give them the opportunity. This year has been a train wreck as far as how busy everybody is. So if it wasn't this year, I give them no excuses because you have to communicate. I had one client that said to me, I'd like you to be more proactive than reactive. And I really thought about that because they're right. Because when he would ask me a question, I go, oh, yes. You know, instead of me saying, hey, you know, so I I really was open to his criticism or suggestion. It pissed me off. Yes, it did. Yeah. But, you know, with experience, you know, not to blow a gasket. Right. Need to listen like communication, communication, and they were right. And I was wrong. And it, it really helped me. I, I always say everyone goes, Oh, you know it all. I go, Oh, no, I learned something every weekend. I mean, it doesn't matter how many years you've been doing this, you could always be always. 
Yeah, you can but always the learn communication, something. I mean, we try to call as much as possible because it keeps everything at bay. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'm very bad with boundaries. I need to, you know, but I'm yeah. <laughs> all you youngers are so much better with boundaries. But I find that if it's a simple question on a Sunday, whether it could be how many people fit at a 60-inch round table, I'd rather answer it than deal with Monday of people saying, oh, my God, I haven't talked to you since Friday. Well, like yeah. weekends, you know, then yeah. rather. But all you younger should, I respect your boundaries, I think. Good for you. I wish I had boundaries. I know. I am someone that just like has no boundaries. I I need to work on that, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's what you can handle. And that's how I base my business. I yeah. try to change now. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. It's obviously something you're doing is working. Yeah. <laughs> what is like the number one thing that you see go wrong on the day of the wedding? Let's see. What go wrong? Um... Mm-hmm. Well, I think running late is very bad. Yeah. Yeah. We just really try to stay on time because, mm-hmm. you know, I've had weddings where they've kept their guests waiting, you know, an hour to two hours. It's terrible. Oh, it's my gosh. Because there's anger involved there after a while. Yeah. So if you can, um, if you can try to run on time with hair and makeup, which sometimes difficult, I get it, but start early, you know, don't say, oh, I want to sleep in and you know what, you got to get up, you got to, especially, you know, a big trend is all these bridesmaids this year, lot, large bridesmaid parties. Yeah. Are you a fan of bridesmaids? Um, you know, I know it's difficult to leave people out. Yeah. I prefer if there's none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because it makes my job so easy, but it sure is fun when the girls have grown up together or. Yeah. Nice. Sometimes bridesmaids are much more difficult than the bride. You know, they're yeah, just. That's more, what I've heard. It's harder for event planners. But, you know, I know it could be a really fun experience to have all of them around and all of them standing up or sitting down for you. And um, mm-hmm. I've seen both. I've seen both. And when it goes over the 18 mark, I start laughing. Like 18. Oh yeah. I've had big ones this year. Yeah. Great. I can't even think of that, that many I people know. that I, I know like, like, Oh my gosh. 18 uh-huh. people. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's in bridesmaids. There could be right. Even- and I can't imagine. I can't imagine that photo. Being groomsmen. I mean, that's a big photo. Oh, my gosh. That's so many people. Yeah. Do you recommend people do like a first look and get photos out of the way before the ceremony? Or do you like it how there's that in-between time where you get your photos mm-hmm. done, done before right. the reception? For the first look, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of first look before the wedding. There are so many reasons why I'm a huge fan of that. Number one, the bride is so anxious and nervous to walk down the aisle. So I think if you take away that little edge of seeing him, and we can make it so private and so wonderful and such a moment Mm -hmm. that you could have the same reaction. Number two, you get such better pictures. You know, you just do. You get more you you know it's you're not rushing mm-hmm. um you get better light typically there's better light yeah. um and i feel that you always look better before your wedding than after you say i do because you have this this uh energy and this oh i'm still get to walk down the aisle and then yeah. walk down the aisle which of course you're still excited but you're like Oh, thank God, you know, and you kind of, a lot of them want to get a drink right away. They're done with pictures, you know, that mm-hmm. they'll need the pictures of the bride and groom and you're missing cocktails. And if you want to go to cocktails and, um, 
we have to gather all the family, you know, they've gone to grab a cocktail and then we have to find them and come back. You know, I just, but I do respect the tradition of it, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm so torn on it. Yeah. Because I love Mm -hmm. that like when they first are at the top of the aisle, I love yeah. that. But also yeah. like logistically, the first look in photos before just makes so much more sense. Oh, yeah. And you have to hide the bride the entire day to make sure yeah. he doesn't see the groom. Yeah. And when he goes down the aisle, then you can get the bride out. You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, we're hired to do, we can only advise. I don't demand. Like, Anything I can advise, I can tell them stories, but we will do what the couple wants. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's what they want. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As far as your master class goes, can you tell us a little bit about like what you'll cover in the class? My session, I hope they find every single thing about wedding planning on there. You know, I start with how to begin, you know, the parents meeting, if there's parents, um, budgeting, finance, the uncomfortable conversation, you know, of who's going to pay for what, um, then on to hiring your vendors, which, you know, giving them suggestions, what to ask, what to look for, um, uh, save the dates, websites, going on to, um, you know, your budget planning, how to make a budget, how to split mm-hmm. the buy, your priorities, you'll spend more money on and the little things that are not important, you won't put as much effort into. Mm-hmm. The planner that they give with this session is quite helpful, you know, because it's remind you of things you've never thought of. Then we go through invitations, wording, you know, what kind of invitations, um, a lot of digital now. You know, what's great about the session, too, it's current. What mm-hmm. is happening today? transportation, you know, things about shuttling and transportation. Um, and then we do flower examples of what you, you really touch on everything. Oh, no, it was literally yeah. 24 hours of filming. Of crazy. Obviously, we couldn't get into, you know, deep, deep uh, conversation on everything. But we definitely touched on so many things that I even yeah. thought, oh, this is a good thing that I haven't spoken about enough, but it goes in the order of what to do. So we didn't jump around. It was how I felt like we had to tackle each thing in an order that everybody would and hopefully relate to. Yeah. I think that that's great because like I said, so many people ask about timelines. When should they book this person and this person? And I think the fact that you went in order of what to tackle is so crucial. Stop watching it and keep, you know, okay, I did yeah. that. I mean, if they wanted to do it that way, definitely. Yeah. It was really made, I hope I'm as accessible, you know, as I I hope to be. That You know, I have people coming up to me all the time like, oh, how do you, and I get so excited, you know, but that's how I wanted this uh, session for Masterclass to go because I wanted them to feel they had a friend 
or their own wedding. They couldn't afford one or didn't want one that, you know, they could watch us and try to figure it. You're kind of like the fairy godmother of wedding planning. And I feel like that's like what the master class kind of will help people with and like I hope so yeah they had this huge script right like and they said oh Mindy we really want to review it with you and really you know I don't have I I just thought oh my god how how can I read through all that and stuff and I finally because what they do with masterclass they ask you questions it's such a wonderful experience and I go, let me tell you, if I can't answer every single question in that script, I shouldn't be doing this. And yeah. we had such a fun experience. I didn't I didn't really have to think. It was my life. You know, it was like, oh, this is how, you know. Yeah. I'm so curious. Like, how did you get into wedding planning? I actually started doing custom invitations and stationery. Okay. When I graduated um, I thought it was going to go into some sort of production or something, television or something. And then I got engaged very young and, but I wanted to work. I've always wanted to work. So I used to buy all the stationery. I'm a paperholic at this little store in LA and I asked them if they needed help and I got a job there and I met my best friend there, my instant best friend and we did all custom invitations and stationery and then we started our own business and then from that business then people started asking me to do their parties which I didn't want to do because I had event planners coming to us to do the invitations and they were so mean and cranky and tired and (laughs) oh I'm never doing that but one of my favorite clients asked me to do a party for him and that's how it all started I thought, and my mother gave the best parties. Oh, my God. So you had like some, like you have it in your blood, like to kind of plan and host. She customized everything. It was, she's had the funniest sense of humor and I mean, gave great, great parties. So it was in there. Sure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I want to get to the bride's help desk. So this is when I read Basically, this bride is in crisis and needs our help. So I'll read it, and then we can kind of just dive right into that. Okay. She says, I'm a 2023 bride, and I've been engaged since 2021. I booked my venue first and built everything around that, which makes this email really hard. I received a phone call this weekend that my reception venue is double booked, and now I'm left with two choices. Either move my date and vendors or get my deposit back and book a new reception venue. Unfortunately, the chapel, the other venue, is the hardest to work around, and we're really at the mercy of their availability. I've cried about this and made my peace with whatever happens, but I'm not sure how to move forward. If we do need to book a new reception venue, I don't know if we can afford another place, and there is no clause about double bookings in our contract. The venue coordinator was apologetic and still wants to do anything in her power to make this work, but I also don't know if I can trust her, as this is a massive oversight. Mistakes happen, and I really wanted to work with her as a day of coordinator, but Mm. maybe I should just cut my losses and move on, or do I stick with my vision and see if the other venue is still available on another day? That. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm sweating. I know. I But I have experienced that. I understand. And having gone through COVID times, you know, you hear so many stories. Mm -hmm. That says try to do another date at the same venue because I think they'll bend over backwards. I'm hoping to make it good. Mm-hmm. If it feels like they don't care and too bad we did this and move on or not move on. But mm-hmm. if she likes this girl and it was just a mistake and a terrible oversight and she may have not known how to handle it, it happened. Yeah. This wedding world is brutal. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, if she can find another date for the church, because I think the church is the most important part of this. Mm -hmm. So that people forget that that the ceremony is truly the the reason you're getting married. Right. That's the whole. That's the thing. So I give them a second chance, but that that's my. Yeah, and she said the girl felt apologetic and was really 
like so sorry that this happened. So like you said, if she's willing, like if you're willing to move it to a different day, I'm sure that they'd be happy to like do something extra for you, bend over backwards for you. Like I feel like you could make it work. Yeah. And she won't understand why it happened until something great will happen. Yeah, like it might rain on the first day. Right. There's a reason why this happened. I'm one of those meant-to-be's, just like the vendors. You're going to get who you're supposed to get. And I would give them a second chance because she she has a – and then it could be part of her story. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say this is – if it rains, that's part of your story, you know. And But this would be, oh, they gave my date, but then this is – on this date, look what happened, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. At first, I wasn't sure. Yeah. And then the more I kept reading it, I was like, well, and then now hearing you, obviously the expert. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this was so much fun, Mindy. Thank you so much for joining me on Betcha's Brides. I know the brides are going to freak out when I tell them who I've had on today. And tell everybody where they can watch your masterclass. Well, they can go to masterclass.com and they can buy, you know, the session. I I have to tell you, even before they called me, I was a huge fan, especially during COVID. There's so many cool people on there, but um, they can buy the session and they can stop in between and continue watching and it's easy to purchase. And I hope they do because I think they'll have a, a really good time watching it. I think so too. Thank you so much again. And you guys, till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Samantha Bush, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Rebecca Sousmacat, social media by Samantha Bush. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Batches.